0: Hello, good everyone, and welcome to another podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and so excited and honored to be with you guys again today. I really am. And hey, wherever you're listening to us around the world, whether it's Taiwan, Singapore, Seattle, Florida, Ohio, you know, Japan, hey, you know what? Let us know. Tell us where you're calling, where you're listening to it's from. You know, cu- uh, email customer service at identitynetwork.net, and we'd love to hear from you. We really would, and I'd love to know we have an international audience all around the globe. Listening to us today, and I want to take a couple of minutes today and just talk about actually the power to attract. We could actually say the right to attract or the power and the right to attract. Has that? You might say the right. Yes, you have a right to attract. And I want to talk about that just for a couple of minutes today if we could. You know, when we deal with things such as the coin term law of attraction, which is sort of the, the bedrock, you know, the foundation for, you know, uh, thoughts become things podcast, I, I titled that because it is a very scriptural, biblical principle. And, you know, knowing that we're co-creators in God, it gives us a little bit more understanding that we're not just here to, let's say, serve God. We're not just here to, you know, produce for the things of the kingdom because those two are huge. They're relevant. They're powerful. Those are like some of the main outlines of our lives of what we're supposed to be doing because everything should be given glory to God, correct? But when we look at the right to attract, sometimes you have to look at yourself and and realize, do I have a right to do this? Do I have a right? to do that. Now, strong language, because in the Christian you know circles, we don't really use that word. We don't use, you know, I have a right to do this, you know, or I have a right to fight for my rights, or whatever the case may be. But the truth is, you do, because the Bible says God has already given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. And what that means is this, that if you know that God has already called you and He's already given things to you, and that means you sort of become owner of the things He's given you, that means you're co-creating with Him, that means you have the right to be able to say, it's my divine destiny. It is. It is, I'm appointed by God to do something with what he's given me. You know, one of my favorite um, verses in the Bible, I will say parables, is, you know, the parable of the talents. Because, you know, the, the master left and here's one guy, you know, who basically, you know, he, he um, well, there's actually two stories I could use today, but I want to use one of them in particular. And that is the understanding that when you look at you know the master who uh, you know left pretty much but gave the talent to these guys and one of them had a talent that he ended up you know taking it and and uh, burying it you know one guy actually took it and he sort of produced it and tried to multiply it. the other guy did the same thing but if you notice the guy that was cursed for lack of better words or we'll say cussed out <laughs> was the guy actually who buried it because he just he didn't want anyone to get it he was trying to you know uh, keep it to where no one would get it but and that sounds great and wonderful but the truth truth is, he was the one that was cursed. You know, and sometimes we look at ourselves and we say, well, God has already given me all things that pertain to this life, and so, hey, praise God, that's wonderful, awesome, great, but we don't do anything with it. And the key thing is God is saying, utilize, use what I've given you. Don't let it sit back. Don't let it sit down. Because if if you do, you'll bring curses upon yourself. Think about that. From that parable point of view, you're going to, in other words, the curses you'll bring upon yourself is not some voodoo witchcraft curses but yet you'll curse yourself because you won't find yourself producing which actually leads to agony and pain and frustration and confusion and depression and being down and I wish I had this and I wish I had that and I wish I had happiness and I wish I had money you know you have to begin to look at life and realize that what this is saying to you is it's literally letting you know you have a right because God has given it to you. God expects you to take the thing that he's given you and use it. And it's like this, for example. If, if someone wants to come up to you and say, hey, here are keys to this BMW. This BMW convertible. We'll just throw the color black convertible. Make it even more shiny and sparkly, you know. And, and I've given you the keys to a brand spanking new 2022, you know. Uh, you, know you know, class of its own mentality. And yet, you have the keys to it. So let's say a month or two later you're going down the road and all of a sudden someone wants to come and try to steal your car. You're at the grocery store, you see somebody coming to the window and trying to, you know, break the window to steal this brand new beautiful BMW convertible car, you know, or let's say you're somewhere and someone says, hey, you know what, I'm going to take, take this car over, you know, move out of the way. What was your initial reaction be to these situations? Would it be well i don't really have a right to fight for because it, it was given to me, and uh okay, just go ahead and let him rob me, just go ahead and let him take the car no. If it's a couple months or even a week later, I know you enough to know, guys. Every one of you would do the same thing I would do. And that is, uh-uh, there ain't no way you're taking my car. This is my car. You know, and you would try to find yourself, you know, you would realize you're right. Your right is, you know, I- I'm not having someone steal my car. And so you have to look at that from a, a biblical point of view to say, God has given you the power to attract. God has given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. He said, the very things that's in your heart, you're going to pull into your world, you know, which is, you know, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So you have a right. It's not just the idea of saying, you know, is it a privilege? Yes. But it's not the idea of saying, well, they were given to me. I don't want to just feel like I'm just taking ownership of it. But again, if someone gave you a car, if someone gave you a house and said, here's the deed, here's a title, here's this, here's that, it's paid for, I'm leaving now, you'll never see me again, your mentality, you know, here's the key thing, you would fight for your rights for that car, you would fight for your rights for that house, because you would say, this is given to me, and I am not going to take it, I've, I've invested my life into it, I've done this, I've done that, that's what you have to begin to look at, folks, because you have to look at this and realize, God is saying, I want you to produce the very, I've given you the very thing that is yours you need to keep it shiny and clean and nice and use it use it use it, it you know if someone gave you a, a beautiful convertible BMW I guarantee you every one of you wouldn't say I'm leaving the parking lot you know or my driveway never touch it because it was given to me no you'd be like hot dog I'm getting this in this car I'm driving it I'm hallelujah I'm excited it would be yours because it is yours and you would utilize this thing all the time right we all would but yet when it did those are things, the kingdom that God says, I've given you privilege. I've given you a right to be able to take ownership of that which I've already given you. You need to use it, which means today you have to begin to understand that you have the right to attract. You have the right to think from the desires of your heart and begin to realize I have a right to pull things into my world. I have a right to begin to attract. I have a right to begin to look at my life and say, God has given me things. Don't pull the false humility card heart, God has given you things to use, to attract, to magnify, to, you know, to like a magnet, to, you know, uh, materialize, to manifest, whatever words you want to use, every one of those are correct, proper, you know, aligned terminologies that are aligned for you to say and to have and to be and to know that you have the right to do these things. These are the things you've got to begin to move into. And so I really want you to begin to really look and examine your life and say, you know what? The <laughs> I need to produce. God has given me these seeds. I don't want to be cursed because I'm not moving into something. I want to begin to attract. So I have the right to begin to think. I have the right to begin to envision. I have the right to begin to master my thoughts and begin to think on things that are good and holy and praiseworthy and of a good report. I have a right to do these things. God has given me the right to do this. And He wants me. He commands me. And basically, He demands that I produce like Him. So don't pull the humility card. Stay humble with all that is in you, but take up your authority as a lion and begin to know, I can think and I can attract and I can magnetize and I can begin to manifest and i got to start thinking thinking, 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 thinking out of His wheel to say, you know what? I deserve I, I can I can live better. I deserve better than what I have. It's not you're being a spoiled brat by saying I deserve better. You know, we're not talking about, hey, you should have everything that's Prada and Versace, right? Or have everything that is this or that. What God is saying is don't live above your means but you can live. You can live And and if there's something you have that is not functioning properly not really working that good you have a right to begin to upgrade. You do. You know, does God want us all filthy rich? No, but what God does want is God does want our needs supplied. And if there's something you're constantly working on as far as an old car, old house, and you're like, man, it's costing me so much money out of pocket to take care of this old clunker. You know, then guess what? You have a right to upgrade. You have the power to be able to create and manifest. Because God says, look, I'm not wanting you to be over the top. In my eyes, you already are over the top. But what I want from you is to begin to know that the Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want. And, and if you look that up in its original language, that means that not the bare minimum of getting by, but it's literally like like in the middle of the road. Nothing, nothing, nothing like really high out there, millions of dollars worth, but also nothing on a low low scale that's barely drivable, right? And you're putting thousand dollars every week because, just to make this thing survive, that's mismanaging your money. That's literally mismanaging the things that God's given you. So you need to say, you know what, I have an old washing machine, I have an old car, I have an old this, I have an old that. So you know what, God, I have a right. You've given me the power, so I have a right to begin to say, I just need something that's going to be good. Good. I need to have something that works, that's functionable, something that will not cause me to fear. Uh, You know, if I drive it down the street, it's going to break down. Something that's not going to cause me to worry. Anything in your, let me tell you something. Anything in your life that is causing you to fear, to worry, to doubt, you're going to make it, uh, you know, uh, scared to use it because of the fact it's going to not work right. You know what? Those things right there, those are the things we're talking about. Those are the very things that God is saying, Hey, 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 hold on, wait a minute. You know what? If you're if you have have, have pulled an emotion of a negative emotion into it, then you know what you have in your life is not working for you. Then God is saying you need to upgrade because upgrading to what it would be, we'll say um, I don't want to use the word fashionable, but something that would be um, middle of the road for you, that would not cause you to fear, that would not cause you to worry if you're going to make it, that would not cause you to fret. Guess what? Then that's God's will. You think God wants you to have anything that's going to cause you be, to be like, Oh, Jesus, in God, Jesus' name, let me, let me let me just make it to work in this old car. No. that's called, that, God doesn't want you to fear and have caution. He's saying, you can attract the desires because I want that for you. And that's what I want for each one of you today. And I want you to think about this. What in your life is causing you fear, worry, doubt, shame? confusion, uh, you know, uh, petrified that it's not going to make it, worried that it's going to break down you, no matter what that is in your life, guess what? Then you know that thing is producing a negative emotion. Then you know God is saying, it's time for an upgrade because I don't produce this type of emotion. I don't want negative emotions following behind something that I, that you own, that I, that maybe you, I once gave you that no longer is relevant for you. Because you need to upgrade. Think about these things, folks. These are powerful, powerful tools that you, that we all need to think about that today. All right. So as always, guys, thank you for joining me on this podcast today. You guys are awesome. I'm so looking forward to one day, hopefully meeting every one of you. Uh, that'll take a long time to meet everyone, but put this into practice. Examine your life. Think about what's causing worry and fear for you and then ask God, God, I need, I need an upgrade and watch God said, Hey, no good thing will I withhold from you. Because that's what God's greatest joy for us. All right. So be blessed. Have a great day. And we will talk to you soon. And as always, if you don't like your day, what is it? What is it we say? Change your thoughts, rearrange your thoughts, and your day should begin to start going better. God bless. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.